0: Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 49. Rally in support of law enforcement in Colorado, rally in support of law enforcement in Oklahoma, and police families and FOP speak out against efforts to defund Cincinnati police. From Parker, Colorado, the Albert County News reports a rally in support of law enforcement and the All Lives Matter movement took place at O'Brien Park. The Back the Blue rally drew hundreds protesting the defunding of American police departments. County Commissioner Laura Thomas and Mayor Mike Wade were among the guest speakers who took the stage at the O'Brien Park Gazebo. Wade showed his support on behalf of the town of Parker and Council. Wade reminded his listeners of the good police do in Parker, citing a recent incident when a Parker police officer saved the life of a choking one-year-old, Randy an Aurora attorney and radio host, followed saying it's going to be a lovely, nasty, brutal summer in Democrat-controlled cities around this country. Corporon is representing a case against the state of Colorado in its decision to close specific businesses amid COVID-19. We all understand the Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Corporon said, but we also have to be willing to call out the Marxist, anarchist, Soros-funded, domestic terrorist group known as Black Lives Matter who will tear down our history our civil society and could care less about the men and women and put their lives on the line every single time, Corporan refuted the brainwashing that's going in our schools, in the colleges and everywhere else, and recommended people put themselves in the shoes of their local officer by inquiring about a ride-along, Mike Houlihan, a 20-year Parker resident formerly in law enforcement who showed his support at the rally, said people need to be more understanding the police's role in society. They are like the sheep dogs over the sheep, the sheep don't like them because they have sharp, pointy teeth, but without them, the sheep are lost, Hulahan said, within every occupation, there are always a few bad apples, teachers, scoutmaster leaders, pastors, all, you cannot hold an entire group or population of a specific occupation responsible for the mistakes of a few, people need to be a little bit more forgiving and appreciative of what these people do every single day for them. Cities throughout the nation have already taken steps to reduce the size of or rebuild their police departments, the Minneapolis police killing of George Floyd set off a month of protests directed at police brutality toward black Americans. Gov. Jared Polis signed a bill June 19th requiring all law enforcement in the state to wear body cameras and prohibiting the use of chokeholds as a use of force. Many protesters at the rally event held signs in support of the All Lives Matter movement and a few waved Trump flags. One woman's sign read Defend the Police, Defund the Criminals. I think it's important to defend our police while the rest of the country wants to defund them. And I think we're focusing now on people who don't really need the money. The woman said, criminals right now are getting a lot of attention, and they don't deserve to have that extra money and extra attention. A group of about two dozen people in support of the Black Lives Matter movement arrived at O'Brien Park shortly after the rally began. The counter-protesters remained at the fringe of the crowd, never unaccompanied by a handful of people holding signs in support of police and all lives matter in front of their own signs. Both sides remain peaceful through the organized part of the rally. Corporon gestured to the group of Black Lives Matter protesters and called them radical domestic terrorists in his closing remarks, spread the word, wear your trump hats, be unafraid, Corporon said. From Norman, Oklahoma, the Norman Transcript Report say back the Blue Rally took place Monday night at Andrews Park in support of the Norman Police Department, over 200 people were in attendance at the rally organized by Norman resident Sheila Murphy. Mayor Bree Clark was in attendance at the rally but declined the transcripts' request for comment. Murphy said she wanted to bring the community of Norman together to show support for the NPD but also wanted to set aside differences and unify Norman, she said. After watching the past two city council meetings that took place, Murphy said she felt disheartened. I feel like, Norman, was being misrepresented. Murphy said, I feel like we have a great community, and we have voices that deserve to be heard. The young people who were at the meeting deserved better justice than what they got, along with the, other, people there, they deserved to have a voice as well, I feel like our city council could have handled that better, Murphy said this rally was an opportunity to show support for the NPD but also a chance to prove that Norman citizens support their community as well, she said people who attended the rally were waving back the blue flags as well as wearing shirts and holding signs in support of the NPD. I'm here, in support of the Norman Police Department, Norman resident Patty Siglin said, I feel like they are a community police force, they have the community's best interest at heart and we're not going to hold a good group of officers accountable for the wrongdoings of one officer. Citizens in attendance at the rally voiced their dismay over last week's City Council meeting and the calls to defund the NPD, I thought it was a circus, Norman resident Chris Drag said, I thought it was horribly run and completely one-sided, Drag said that he wants to see more support from the City Council for the NPD, he said, I would like to see the Council back our men and women of law enforcement, Drag said, they are the backbone of this community. Police Sergeant Robert Wasowski said the NPD has received tremendous amounts of support from the community since last week's council meeting, he said, since the city council meeting last week, we have had a tremendous outpouring of kids bringing signs by and people bringing signs by, in the last week, I've been approached by a number of people who come up and just want to say thank you for doing your job, it's just we don't hear that often enough, Wasowski said, to hear that after the fact that they cut our budget really means a lot. Wasowski said the NPD wants people to tell them what the problem is so they can fix it. Currently the department is trying to figure out where the problem is so police can attempt to fix it. He said, even though the NPD got its budget reduced last week, Wasowski said it means a lot to see the citizens of Norman behind the department and supporting officers. The amount of people at this rally tells us the citizens are behind us. Wasoski said, even though we may have gotten slightly defunded, this tells us, that the majority of folks believe that we are doing a good job and we're working a hard job and we're going to continue to be there for them. During the rally, the organizers allowed people in the crowd to come up and voice their opinions and feelings of support toward the NPD. From Buffalo, New York. The Daily News Online reports the New York State trooper seriously injured earlier this month when an SUV ran into him and two other officers during a protest in Buffalo was released from the hospital. State police posted video to social media of Ronald L. Insminger being wheeled out of Erie County Medical Center where he was greeted by a line of troopers and other law enforcement officers. Handshakes and elbow bumps followed, before Insminger received a police escort from the hospital. The video ends with Insminger sitting next to a banner outside his home that says Welcome Home Ron. Insminger is a 19-year veteran who in 2018 helped subdue a man who was trying to kill Wyoming County Sheriff Gregory Rudolph. On June 1, Insminger suffered a shattered pelvis and broken leg when the SUV slammed into a line of police officers during protests near the Bailey Avenue police station in Buffalo. The harrowing scene unfolded after police rushed a man Tackling him to the ground and taking him into custody, moments later, video showed the SUV slamming into officers. A Buffalo officer, Joseph Walters, suffered a broken leg and another trooper suffered cuts to his arm. Police fired shots at the SUV, which stopped moments later. The driver, Diana J. Davis, suffered a gunshot wound. She was charged with aggravated assault on a police officer and two counts of assault, she and two passengers. Samaj T., Pigram, 25, and Walter B., Stewart, 28, both of Buffalo, also were charged with second-degree criminal possession of a weapon and possession of stolen property. Davis has entered a not guilty plea to the charges and is scheduled to be in court on Wednesday, according to Buffalo area media. Insminger suffered a broken pelvis and ribs, he underwent several surgeries and therapy to repair the damage. Ensminger was praised by fellow officers after he helped subdue a man who was attacking Rudolph on Route 238 in Attica on Deck, 11, 2018. Rudolph was driving an unmarked police car to work that morning when Lynn M. Hall began following him and, eventually, getting Rudolph to stop. Hall attacked Rudolph, who was pinned to the ground by Hall, who had a knife. A Buffalo News delivery driver stopped and helped Rudolph force Hall off of him. Insminger stopped a short time later and helped Rudolph subdue Hall and take him into custody. Insminger was off duty at the time. Hall, 49, who was initially deemed incompetent to stand trial, entered a guilty plea June 17 in Wyoming County Court. He will face a sentence of anywhere between 20 and 25 years as part of the plea deal. District Attorney Donald O'Gin said. Hall remains in Niagara County jail pending sentencing sept. 17 O'Gean said. From Cincinnati, Ohio, Channel 5 reports during public hearings, Monday evening, family members of Cincinnati police officers called for city leaders to put their support behind the police officers. Jean Margally's son is fresh out of the police academy and served on Cincinnati's police force for about a week. I have never felt more anxiety, more anguish. I was actually hospitalized last week because I had a panic attack and anxiety attack, Margally said. She was joined by F.O.P. President Dan Hills, attorney Steve Lazarus and about two dozen other police family members and supporters. He puts his life on the line daily every single day, said Janine Annaking whose husband is a longtime Cincinnati police officer. We need our city council and the community not to defund the police but protect the police. The group spoke against the ongoing efforts pushing for police reform and calls to defund police departments. In a council meeting Monday, council members heard more testimony from community members who say some of the police department's funding would be better used in areas of the city's budget. You're putting money into the police department that you're going to have to keep increasing because you're not investing in the community, one woman said. You're not actually eliminating any of the real issues, Hills said the police department has a great relationship in the community and is already as transparent as possible. What we've seen and the families of officers have seen is an absolute dismissal of that by our council members, Hills said. The FOP said policies being proposed by council members go too far. Councilman Jeff Pastor has filed an eight-part motion focused on police accountability and transparency. Councilman Chris Silbach tells WLWT he is in the drafting stage of a motion to ban the use of tear gas and pepper spray by the Cincinnati Police Department. Silbach expects the motion to be filed this week. He is also drafting a motion that if passed into ordinance would ban no-knock warrants. Silbach said to expect that filing in the coming weeks, without pepper spray officers will be required to use other tools that will likely create a greater risk of injury to themselves and to citizens, Lazarus said, in the event that an officer is injured or killed because they no longer have access to pepper spray, the FOP will pursue all available legal recourse against those responsible. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org.